Good day, my crypto friends. It's a pleasure to see you today. Good day, my Korean friends. Today I'm bringing to you EOS Node 1, which is a block producer from Korea. Han from EOS Node 1 is going to talk to us about EOS as a global community, what EOS Node 1 adds as a block producer, and some very interesting cultural insights from Korea and EOS globally. So let's check out the video. Um, I think uh, the, the, the first reason why I ended up deciding doing a VP uh, with EOS is because I see the potential to change the world because, uh, you know, it's a governed, one, of, one of the first governed blockchain with the concept of uh, constitution and everything. Meaning, you know, it's not, the, it's not code, the code is not the law anymore. You know, all the code has bugged. And then, you know, code has to work as it is intended. So I felt EOS is one of the first blockchain that can be done, uh, that can work out as uh, as we uh, community intended. So there's a governance layer. And, and that's the big difference. And, and that's, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's funny, EOS has been getting a lot of, um, a lot of criticism because of the governance layer, but, but you know what you've said is that it's very early here. It's only a couple of weeks into the main net launch, and, and there's a lot of things that need to be figured out. There's a lot of things that have to be um, that have to be ironed out, and over time that it should get smoother. Um, it's been it's yeah. been a tough start so far, uh, and it, but it looks like there's there's a large community that's going to keep pushing EOS forward. So as it, it'll just have to make its own way in, in the crypto community, improve itself as, as something valuable so um mm. yeah. so actually uh, actually uh for me to coming back to the uh uh your question asking us what's the intention or what's the value proposition mm -hmm. for the u.s community so what he strive to strive to create is um as our motors go positive world uh positive some world for all uh we uh we don't like you know pump and dump short-term mm -hmm. gain for some little drop pump and dump thing instead uh we like uh, long-term gain for everybody engaged so i think we totally believe that it is possible with the eu's uh, token economy because you know like steam it it is based on staking right mm -hmm. so uh in a traditional corporate world the uh the misaligned interest like uh, shareholders and then employees and uh, customers, they all have a different uh, uh, motivations of interest. Shareholders, you know, they want to let the uh, employees work more while they want to pay less. And then the workers, they want to make more money while they work less. And then their customers, they pay less while they want to extract more value as much as possible, right? But then with this token economy, everybody's, you know, using the same, uh, same um, currency. Everybody's on the same boat. And then I think instead of a small group of people, you know, speculating, pump and dumping, I think why don't we just stake together? For now, when the net launches, use mainnet launched, it hit 15% in a couple of days. And then now, uh, two weeks, uh, Two weeks passed, and then now we are 70, uh, 27 percent. So I think it is quite fast, much faster than I expected. So uh, we want to see the world where everybody just come to stake together, so that there's no uh, less supplies in the market, so that the price goes up by collaboration of everybody. So, so, um, so we want to as a as a BP, we want to allow. Uh, further align this interest by our pledge where, you know, instead of giving uh, EOS kickback or reward, voting reward, quid pro quo, I think we can uh, reward uh, those all voters, voting agnostically. We can reward those, the action, the action of the voting itself. To you know, you know, if you want to cast a vote, you want to stake. You have to stake. So more people come to stake to vote, 
and then you know you know the stake the token increases and then hopefully the prices goes up so that's where what we want to see so how we do that so instead of giving back you know eos tokens to all the voters i think we can further align the interest by uh accelerate the debts and then the tokens that will be uh, issued by those debts we airdrop those tokens to those who state to vote okay because yeah those uh those voters they they'll get the debts airdrops and then they have a motivation to use that app so it's all you know interest aligned you know there's a lot of people uh think and say that uses like uh real estate while ethereum is like a oil right so it's really true so as a, a landlord and then you have a building and then you know on on, on the first floor of your building there's a starbucks comes in and then starbucks gives you a free coupon to <laughs> you know drink for free i think it is something like that so if you if you have a uh, some shops on your building you you naturally want your shop who's in, who who's who's in your build, building to succeed right so you want to help them so uh i think in that way that's uh, interested as a line so uh my background is uh startup vc and a startup accelerator so actually i'm doing uh this bp uh business as a entrepreneur in residence as a, one of the uh blockchain startup accelerator oh. so uh yeah so i think we once we once the net it is uh stabilized i think we just go find right depths to do that yeah that's great and that's your you, your background is um you run a blockchain accelerator or excuse me a, um you're a VC and you were running a startup accelerator or is that uh, something you're going to run a blockchain accelerator now? Or were you doing that in the past or are you starting that with ES one? So okay, a little bit of my background. So mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I began my career uh, about, uh, in 20, 2008 in San Francisco was, uh, in uh, 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 what is it? the sentiment analysis of startup. And I come back to Korea, and then I ended up becoming a founding member of the one of the biggest early stage focused uh, startup fund with uh, about five hundred million dollars. So the money is came from as a came from top twenty banks in Korea as a donation, mm -hmm. and then with that money I was supposed to, you know, support the startup. Okay. Mm. okay. It was back then in two thousand twelve. And then I thought, oh, why don't I just make uh, some sort of campus, big campus, because back then there were no concept of accelerator in Korea. So I thought I was gonna make a accelerator and an incubator, proper, you know, startup, tech-focused startup incubator. So I ended up building this uh, incubator called the D-Camp, which is now one of the top, you know, top three biggest startup campus in Korea. And then in 2013, uh, there's this guy named Tony, Tony Liu, who graduated from uh, Singularity University. He just walked in as a one person and then asked us, hey, Dcamp, I want to build a uh, Bitcoin exchange. The first Bitcoin exchange in Korea, would you invest in us? So I was like, what is Bitcoin? So I, that's back then when I first exposed to Bitcoin, I studied blockchain a little bit, but then still don't get what it is. But mm -hmm. then we just ended up investing in them. So it's a little small, a small money, like a very small money. But then for him, is it such a big credential because blockchain is a you know alternative or money disruptor. And then for them to get investment from the fund, which is backed by top twenty major banks in Korea, which is very conservative, it's, it was a big credential for them, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. he ended up getting fund, funding from Pantara Capital. And then, you know, it's been pretty successful as a first crypto exchange in Korea. And then four years passed. Um, last year, 
he came to us and then hey we sold my company i sold my company to one of the one of the top game company at 95 million dollars oh, so wow. i'm a yeah so just so it took only four years four years and the 95 million dollars one person four year from nothing to 95 million dollars so that's pretty much uh when i just came back from burning man attending mm-hmm. burning man for the first time where i met all the crypto you know millionaires mm-hmm. and then people who wants to build you know burning man like world in real world right yeah. Yeah. yeah that's when i first realized this concept of the how community matters and then what blockchain can do for the community so um it's pretty much uh last of september when i get really decided oh my 2018 19 20 it will be all blockchain yeah so uh yeah that's yeah i think that's really um i think that's the the switch for a lot of people the the thing when they really dive into cryptocurrency or blockchain and they start to believe in it and they kind of everything else falls away is when they i think when they see that community aspect when they have that <clears throat> that realization yeah. that oh you know what this isn't just another startup or oh this isn't just a pump and dump this mm. is something that we can actually have some sort of cultural impact where yes. if someone has value to add then we can reward them for that value that they're adding just like we were used to able to do in in tribes if someone was just, maybe they were just a good storyteller but they were adding something valuable to the community and they had they were revered with you know they had they had status because they had some sort of value um yeah with the world now being um with the current structure which isn't bad it's just very it's very competitive and a lot of people are left behind if they aren't um really aggressive and or if they're just born in the wrong part of the world you can be born in a lot of places in the world and unfortunately the infrastructure is not there for you to add value and be compensated for it so for me and i think for a lot of people the shift that we see when we want to go all in and be a part of blockchain is we we see that oh wait we can be a global community we can help all those people who have value to add we can give them a, a an, an avenue to do it and um there's plenty of resources out there in the world now for us to all be able to work together take care of each other and actually make it a better place and the blockchain may be that avenue and i think that's the that's the aha moment for a lot of people when they decide, okay, I want to be a part of blockchain. I don't care how I'm going to find a way, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mean, so, I, yeah, amen, I, amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, um, I think, you know, I thought when I jumped in, um, I, you know, when, when I met Corbett, the first crypto exchange for the first time, I bought some Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And I sold everything when it hit $2,000 in the last year, mm-hmm. right? And then when it hit $5,000, oh shit, oh shit, this is something, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And then when it hit 20, 20, almost $20,000, I felt, you know, that's pretty much when I decided to come into this scene for the full time. Mm-hmm. And then later what I'm realizing is that I jumped into this world because partly uh, with speculation purpose, I got to make a lot of money doing mm-hmm. this, right? Mm-hmm. And then also motivation for the community. But then at the same time, what I'm realizing is, oh my God, it's not actually um, crypto. I mean, it's a, crypto is coming as a, a speculation, but I think it is a, uh, it's a socioeconomic transformation, transformation in disguise of speculation as you mm-hmm. say people come to in this uh, come to blockchain world just to make money but then later they realize oh there's something in it that can fundamentally shift how we interact as a you know human being as a peer-to-peer so i think it is a very fundamentally changing you know it's truly the tool that can make uh 
transform the relationship we make in society, I think. Because yeah. one of the things that I felt in Burning Man as a first-time burner is that how genuine a human relationship can be. Mm -hmm. So I think it could be somehow possible in the near future if we, you know, blockchain and cryptocurrency is more dominant in major, you know, mainstream world, mm -hmm. which I, which I anticipate uh, within a couple decades. I mean, we are destined, I think. Um, we have no choice. It's the future. We have to go. It's like, you know, 2000, 2000, people were saying like, you know, you say it was a dot-com bubble, right? And then it's a 2000 was the era of dot-com. Mm -hmm. the internet and the 2010 it was an era of a mobile iphone and the 2020 i think it is all blockchain and then you know lots of vcs asking those you know blockchain companies hey why would you want a blockchain to you do your business i think it is a oh yeah you could ask it ask that question but then my thought is like it's asking like you asking to amazon back in 90s hey why would you build a bookstore on internet? Who would buy a book on internet? Mm -hmm. So I think it is pretty much the same question. Yeah. So uh, I think it is an inevitable future. And the thing is, blockchain is a machine that cannot be turned off. Mm -hmm. So um, I think... Yeah, I think it's an inevitable question how it's going to be used. It's an in, the future is inevitable. Blockchain will be used and my favorite analogy is looking at the when the internet first arrived and one of the first applications was email and so there yes. was this big idea of the internet like there's this big idea of blockchain but our our mind didn't know how to wrap around it yet it was impossible to determine all these different things it was impossible to predict google or amazon but we knew the email worked and 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 that's kind of where we are in blockchain it's impossible to predict what it's going to be used for, but we know some of these first apps have kind of worked. We haven't had that first little killer app. Well, I guess currency is the first killer app, but yeah. I guess currency or Bitcoin may be like the email. You know, there's this thing that works. We don't know how everything else is going to work yet, but, mm -hmm. but it's here and we're going to figure it out. And the people yeah. who figure it out are going to change humanity. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I think everybody talks about killer app. What's going to be the killer app of the blockchain, you know? Mm -hmm. But Ethereum, Ethereum's got this killer app, you know, ICO, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an ICO. Mm -hmm. And then I think one of the, you know, proven, proven to be work, working is we, we got Steam it. Although it's not perfect, but it, it, it's at least showed that it's possible, right? By how how people can m make money only with writing articles, blog postings, just like you. Mm -hmm. I mean, without, without, you know, external advertisement, I think it is almost like a magic. When I first just saw Steemit article and hearing that people making money, I thought it was just, you know, Ponzi scheme. But mm -hmm. then studying it, oh my God, it is possible by this concept of staking. It's giving incentive people to leave their tokens in the system, in the community, instead of just pump and dump in the exchanges. So it's really about aligning the interest. It showed that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And then more and more people to leave, I mean, not leave, my accent, sorry for my accent. People stay in the system instead of just, you know, pump and dump yeah. in the exchanges. The yeah, value goes up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the big game changer with the the, the interesting angle that Deep Pos takes, like with Steemit or with EOS, is that the the staking and that really is a it really is a game changer because it's a it gives some sort of stabilization, it gives some sort of incentive to you. If you want to be a part of this chain, then you yeah. know you hold your tokens on this chain, and it's not a not a pump and dump. And that and Ned and Steemit have done some really amazing things and um, I'm interested to see where it goes because there's a lot of other social media sites popping up as competitors and the incentives aren't easy to build I think that people think oh you know steam it has some flaws we're gonna build a competitor that doesn't have flaws but but that's not really how 
it's not as easy as people think. And I think steam it with this long head start of being able to tweak incentives and continually work on it has a really good, has a really good head start. They've broken a lot of ground. So it'll be interesting to see what competitors pop up for steam it. Um, and, and how, and how that plays out. But, um, but yeah, it, it is an amazing system. I, I actually was a, I wrote articles for a, a newspaper and was a, a blogger and, the road to monetizing writing or any sort of creation artistic creation is has been in the past really tough you know it was a road that, yeah. that most people couldn't take but when steam it came along you could jump onto steam it and you could at least make something for your writing or for your videos as a new as a new creator and that was um that's the only reason that i became a creator was because okay there's actually a road that i can see there's a possibility of monetizing you know where where before a lot of people are just instantly discouraged there's no way to monetize unless you put five years in on the front end you know being actually being a writer people look at as a as as almost like or being a musician people kind of look at almost like a joke like oh he's you know he's a he's a musician or a writer <laughs> so what a world man what a world yeah i mean imagine who could imagine mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and and you know, yeah, and and bigger picture to think about that that uh, the arts have become almost looked down upon, like oh, that's for people who are you know who aren't succeeding in life, like they're just they're just mm -hmm. artists. Mm -hmm. That used to be something that was a legitimate um, uh, had legitimate respect and status in society throughout history because it you know it adds culture, it adds value, and so. Hopefully, things like Steemit and EOS bring that value add back. Um, yeah, so truly, truly. Mm -hmm. I mean, say uh, in a in a crypto corporate, you know, the current real world that we're living in in this matrix. I, I'm saying this is matrix. You know, we are we 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 work for a company from nine to five, only to get you know make make living. It's an alien. We are alienated, and we talk about you know work-life balance. But mm -hmm. then in the blockchain world, I think it is life is more like becoming like life equal equals play equals work. I mean, work yeah. play life all aligned. Mm -hmm. You be yourself. You, you whatever you want to do. You you make money. If you like game, you you, you go play game, and then mm -hmm. you make money out of you know mining items, which is going to be all you know tokenized soon in you know you know game focused blockchain right and then if you write if you like writing you, you could you, you just go write in stimit i think you know stimit is a beginning so i think everything is going to be especially in the content world it's going to be much like you know stimit i think and then, then eos being you know stimit for all industry it can be applied for so many different applications. So I think it is very, I cannot wait to see what kind of uh, creations that I can even imagine will pop up in, you know, in coming uh, years. Yeah, one of the, uh, another parallel universe we have going here with blockchain is, is VR that's developing, you know, just off to the side here. And as those things integrate, the possibilities are endless. It, it becomes just this amazing thought experiment considering, uh, I mean, even something simple, like you're talking about games and with VR and then going into these virtual reality worlds, uh, discovering some sort of rare items, you find this rare, um, we'll say this rare sword that's made out of diamonds or something, but then that has, in the VR world, has a real value. It's recorded on the blockchain that you own it and then you've essentially gone into a video game and maybe created tens of thousands of dollars for yourself by by create by getting this rare item that that's rare but only in a virtual reality world and all of a sudden it it it, it opens up a whole other universe of of money for people <laughs> you know it's yeah. it, it becomes it becomes crazy you know it becomes yeah a whole other economies can pop up out of out of thin air in the vr world um yeah yeah so, yeah 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 and got, then you know the changes this transition the change 
this is bringing, the blockchain is bringing, I think it's so drastic. You know, I jumped into this world less than one year for the full time. Mm-hmm. And I'll let it be like, oh my God, this wave is so fast. I cannot, you know, I cannot put myself straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in a fiat world, I used to, when I, while I was working for a corporate, you know, I would, you know, working nine to five and I, I work mostly on, based on, you know, emails. But then mm-hmm. I realized, oh my God, I'm not using emails anymore. Yeah. So Telegram. It's, it's all Telegram, mm-hmm. you know, like three, four years ago, you know, if you work with China, Chi- Chinese, they don't use emails too much because they got WeChat. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, in the blockchain world, everybody's on Telegram. Mm-hmm. And I realized, wow, Telegram world is really like Chinese. You know, the, the way they work, the way, they, way we work is really almost just like oh my god i'm feeling like i'm working with chinese uh-huh. the culture is it so uh uh Im- how do i say there's a sense of immediacy yeah because it's a, really about taking initiative who's gonna contribute contribute for the community early faster quicker and then you know it's really competition of the com- contribution for the whole community i think this concept of you know, marketing or concept of market, the corporate versus market, I think it is getting obsolete because it's, in the end, ultimately, it's all becoming one community. And it's really about, you know, one uh, member of a community contributing for the whole community. And then it's going to be automatically rewarded. Mm-hmm. So it's only contribution, only contribution. There's no sales. There's no, I think we are going there. Although we are not fully there, but then we are going there. Yeah, you know, a good example of that. I was just, my wife was just telling me, she's a developer, like we talked about. Um, she was telling me that she went to a, um, a, a San Francisco developers meetup and mm-hmm. met one of our friends there. And he now worked for Stellar Lumens. And she was talking, oh, how'd you get a job at Stellar Lumens? He said, well, he's, a, he's one of their uh, full stack engineers. He said, yeah. He said, you don't really apply to jobs in the blockchain community. I mean, you can, but what you do is you go and you add value and you add so much value that they want to bring you onto the team. And what he did was he just went onto their GitHub. He found problems in their code and he became one of the lead contributors on their GitHub without even ever being hired. And then once he had contributed so much and was one of their best coders without a job, then he asked for a job and they brought him on the team. And so... So that's, that's this, that's that shift that you're talking about where it's a race to contribute. How are you going to add to the community better than other people? And once you've added that value, then, then you've proven yourself. It's not, you don't, you don't need a great resume. You don't need a great marketing campaign. You just need to do quality value adds. And, and that, that's an important shift because that takes out this, this layer of people who are kind of deciding or maybe that's just your friend wants to bring you on and give you a cushy job. It takes some of that layer out where someone in a, another country who maybe is, is working harder and better than you can, can have access to that job. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, really crazy. I mean, the, the, the developers community has been working in that world for a long time, obviously, but then yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's coming is is becoming not only for uh, developers anymore. I think with blockchain, yeah. So, so I think it's very exciting. It's really about you know, you you fill the gap, you go, you know, fill it, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 see the gap, you go fill it, and then you get noti- uh, notified. Uh, I mean, you get noticed, and then you get recognized. That's mm-hmm. the game. Be service for the community. It's how actually I think it is very humane thing, and I believe. In the deep down, a human being, we want to serve. Mm-hmm. We are happy. We naturally feel very fulfilled when we make others happy. But then somehow within uh, you know, current uh, society, we are alienated to do that. We forget, we forgot, you know, our nature is that. So actually, 
there's so many people who makes lots of money and yet feeling so empty, unfulfilled. But then many, many people, even, you know, you know, it's not only in the developers community, they, they, they're not making money, but then they get, they just do whatever they see the community needs, and then they get recognized, and then they're fulfilled. It's happiness, a little small uh, mundane happiness. We can find a little bit, a little sense of, you know, fulfillment. And then I, uh, with, uh, I think it aligns with uh, what Phil Messonnier was saying in uh, mainnet launch go no go discussions as well. Like when he said, you know, you know, working just one year for this project is such a contribution. And then he feel fulfilled for life throughout his career. Such a beautiful thing. I think, yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. So um, I think life can be much beautiful with blockchain. And I, you know, I want to make it happen quicker. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And on, and on that fulfillment note, that was my, uh, my, my screen name or my, my at name at happy money, man. Happy. Is, yeah, yeah. Happy is, is, is happy is a simplified word for, um, you know, it, it's boiling down, but what you're talking about fulfillment, uh, mm -hmm. families, human connections, community, uh, some sort of bringing a global um, support for for people who don't have it, but this, this fulfillment mm -hmm. comes first. It, it it comes before money. You know, it's it's happiness, fulfillment, then money, and then you're this. Then you're ah. Uh, that's the equation. So that's why you know, happy money man. A lot of people think it's because I'm happy because I have money, but it's no. It's it's happiness and fulfillment comes before money in the equation and that's, yes. and that's the yes. meaning of my name yes. Yes. because that means a lot to me and so when phil messier was talking about how he has now kind of feels like he's fulfilled himself after this long career that you know that was a beautiful thing that, that really hit home i liked i'd like to hear him talk about that that was cool yeah yeah beautiful yeah, we're yeah we're in a a brave new world. Um, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think's next for? What do you think's next for EOS? What do you think the next maybe three months has in store for the chain? Um, I don't know. I I you know, I just you know I'm not logical person. I'm very intuitive, gut feeling person. I just just do what I feel I feel like to do. So I cannot really tell what's going to be like in you know coming, you know couple of months. But then my feeling is the obvious work is a worker proposal that has to be set up properly. Mm -hmm. And also uh, ECAF, uh, the arbitration process has to be also uh, set up. And, you know, there's so many things to be done. You know, there's going to be depths. Depths are so, so many depths are, you know, come to me asking, hey, we want to build on a depth build a dApp on EOS, but then we don't really know how much tokens we're gonna have to stake so that they have uh, computing resources. Mm -hmm. So we know that, you know, how much EOS tokens will buy, how much amount of RAM we can buy. Now there's a calculator, but then the problem is the dApps, there's not many dApps knows how much computing power, power they need. So there's mm -hmm. some gaps, the, they it has to be educated also. And, you know, I'm talking about the Korean depths because these are the questions that I get quite often. Yeah. So I just put them to uh, my tech team. So testing, educating depths and building up developers community. So, yeah. Did you but say there was a calculator? Did you say there was a calculator to know how much EOS you need to hold to run a DAP? Yeah, there's one that US New York has built. I, I don't uh, recall the the URL at the moment, but then you can look it up. Yeah, I can look that up. Mm. Well, I haven't seen that yet. Computing resource calculator or something like that. Yeah, that's a common question I've heard as well. Um, and how many how many dApps do you guys have coming to you? wanting to be part of and do you run an actual incubator where people are going Hello? to stay full? can you hear it still hear me 
you still hear me now, Han? Oh, there you um, are. You, you hear me now? Yeah. I'm okay, great. You. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I had a, a question about um, a little bit about your incubator. You said you're running a, a blockchain incubator. Is that right? And then, um, so do you have, how, how does that look to people? How do they get information from you? Is it all run over Telegram? Do you have a, a workspace or what's that look like? Uh, so my background, my, my personal background is a blockchain accelerator. So mm -hmm. the, it's called the foundation actually. So one of the, uh, one of the good new, but good blockchain accelerator is a new company, but then it's already have, um, uh, eight, nine portfolio companies is you can look it up foundation foundation Okay. Yes. We are working with them very closely. So I thought I was going to be invested by them, but then it, I, we ended up not getting invested because you know it's a block producer. This job is a business that has a political aspect, right? Mm -hmm. So we decided that it's better not to get invested. So we just, yeah. you know, we just become, we just be friends. We mm -hmm. we trust each other. So why don't we just work together? That's how we ended up setting up, define uh, our relationship. Anyway, uh, they have uh, seven, eight, nine uh, portfolio companies under their belt right now. And then personally, my office as a startup is at Decamp, which I used to work for and which I personally, uh, you know, dedicate a lot of myself to build, uh, build up in the beginning. So I'm a tenant, I'm an I'm a incubator myself. And then in the a, in a same uh, office, there's a two more uh, companies that is preparing for dApps in use on top of use. So it's quite interesting. And actually we are evangelizing. So they were not specifically considering Ethereum, uh, EOS, but then I'm turning them into EOS. So <laughs> one of them uh, is a marketing, marketing dApp. So marketing commercial uh, sector. And then other, other one is a payment, pay gate solution okay nice <clears throat> yeah when i think about the next few months in eos um the big one is is governance getting ironed out and ecaf getting ironed out a little bit mm -hmm. um but the the amount of dApps that i'm expecting to see is going to be really telling i think that the, that the rest of this year this next five months or so um will be a big influx of dApps. It'll be interesting to see what Block One brings on because I know they've been working on some some big dApps. Um, and then there's there's a lot of people who've been waiting for this to get out there. Um, and then one thing that's going to be important as well is the developer tools. I know that it's still, there's not a real good set of tools out there for developers that I know of. What, what do you think your favorite um, developer tools or where, do you have a place that you point developers to look for EOS tools? Uh, to be honest, I'm not technical background. This is, there's mm -hmm. nothing much that I can tell about uh, developer tools. Mm -hmm. But then as you said, you know, a lot of dApps are coming in. You know, even in Korea, there were many dApps or even for other blockchain, you know, platform blockchains, coins. There's so many, I, I think there's at least, you know, 50, 60 mm -hmm. companies preparing for you know dApps yeah yeah dApps so it, it, there's a lot and then um you know what that implies you know as a as a bp candidate who promotes to stake together mm -hmm. you know all that's flowing in the the state the the tokens that mm -hmm. that's already staked now is 27 percent already so who knows Maybe we could hit, you know, 80, 90% by yeah. the end of this year or early next year. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 very, it's very exciting times, to say the least. Um, and, and so, EOSnet1 runs the, uh, you guys are running a real community-facing block producer. You're um, helping other startups you're giving them information on how to start dApps and then um what does your guys is um what does node one's uh uh servers look like what what type of servers are you guys using 
so we have a uh, uh, okay. So we have a bare metal uh, backend. Uh, so bare metal in the back, and then in the front, the, the public facing node is on AWS. Okay, in the back, in the back, you mean is that like a backup? You have a secondary, a backup? No, 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 no. Uh, producing, producing part. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. There was a list that just came out that was. Uh, Crypto Lions sent it to me, but it was it was a list of all the block producers and and what basically they were using for servers. But um, not a lot of them are using bare metal, so it's good to see, um, like EOS yeah. Node and people that are in the in the top forty that are using bare metal. Um, it's good to have that as just a, a nice fail safe. So that's that's good. Um, yeah, I think I saw the list, but yeah. then um, many many of the BPs that I know is that they were saying, oh. Yeah, although although many BPs have a bare metal producing the uh, producing part of the node in the bare metal, and then there's many many BPs mixing, you know, public facing nodes on AWS or clouds. Mm -hmm. So um, although it looks like AWS or other clouds, but then there's quite few BPs who still have the bare metal in the back. Okay, yeah. and so you're saying the list is showing more bare metal or less bare metal than it than than it less bare metal okay so you think there's actually more bare metal as backup than than it shows on that list mm. okay that makes sense so sorry i guess then maybe uh eos node may node one may be an example of you guys maybe on that list aren't showing bare metal because it's the producing node we we are we look looks like uh aws because our public facing endpoint is on aws Mm -hmm. But then we are actually the all the core part is in bare metal. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, that makes sense. That's that's good information. It's 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 you have to dig into all these little things. It takes a lot of you know it takes a lot of work to get all the information out there. Um, yeah. Do your own research. <laughs> that's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other what other things have we kind of other things would you like to tell people about EOS Node One? Maybe anything that we've kind of glossed over. Uh, uh, one thing that I want to say uh, as a Korean-based BP is that I think Korea is quite important country in in the blockchain world. It's not only because they use transaction, you know, 30, 40 percent of all the transaction happening in Korea, but also Korea is the country uh, where K KYC or identification is very easy. So you know. So identification can mean a lot in blockchain world. So I think hopefully we can be some sort of test bed for global mm -hmm. blockchain community. So I think yeah. mm, uh, Korea Korea is, is huge in the in the blockchain community. I mean, uh, something a good example is on Steemit as well. Korea has a huge uh, following in Steemit. There are a lot of what there are a lot of the engine behind Steemit. That's that's running and that's running yeah. and producing a lot of content that people don't mm -hmm. realize. Um, mm -hmm. But you said thirty to forty percent of the uh, EOS community is in Korea, or what was that statistic that you said? Uh, transaction thirty forty okay. percent. One time it even hit sixty percent of oh. all the transaction. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. And as you see, Steamy community is growing so fast because you know people are awestruck like me oh my god out of thin air mm -hmm. you know you write posts and then you make money people don't believe it and they see it and then they you know they 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 just use it and then they tell stories to their friends and everybody joins it so korea uh tend to be a country where you know things get amplified a lot mm -hmm. so things tends to go extreme, I think. So, like, I don't know. So, uh, you're why saying people, mm, oh, sorry. People are, yeah, people are quite familiar with the concept of cryptocurrency and virtual currency because Korea is a, the, the, the country, one of the first, actually the first country, I think, to came up with this concept of uh, virtual goods. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. people ended up inventing 
realizing that, oh, hey, playing games, oh, I can actually monetize the items that I make in the game. Mm -hmm. So somebody, somebody built uh, one of the first item offline, a fiat world item marketplace online. And then, you know, Korea from even uh, in the, from the game world, we as a people, Korean people uh, are, you know, naturally very familiar with the concept of the virtual goods and virtual money. So I think that's why, you know, including EOS, you know, all the cryptocurrencies, Korea takes a, such a huge proportion of the global market. And then actually how Brock Pierce, um, you know, you know, he also in a, from an item, game item market world, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there's lots of alignment, I think. Yeah, and you said that things are really amplified in, in Korea. Um, and mm -hmm. so you're, you're saying something like Steemit or something like EOS, when a, a group mm -hmm. gets behind it, then a lot of people kind of yes, jump on yes, it yes. and all work together on it. Is that, is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. So things take off fast? Mm -hmm. So Korea is very homogeneous country. Okay. So there's not much diversity, uh, diversity in terms of ethnicity or in terms of languages or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if you go to India or if you go to China, there's uh, so many different languages and dialects, right? Mm -hmm. But then Korea is really homogeneous. For example, Korean population is a uh, 50 million and then almost 25 million is living in greater Seoul area. So wow. it's a huge city, yeah. 25 million people. Yeah. So if something happens, so it's so instant that everybody just know it. And then if, if some people, uh, if something hits the tipping point, it goes really, really fast, uh, mm -hmm. like wildfire. Yeah, so, I can uh, see that. Where do you think where do you think something like Steemit is on that on that spectrum? How many people is it getting close to a tipping point in Korea, or is it still kind of a not many people know about it? I would say in the last year, mm -hmm. I, I you know I I, I cannot uh, remember the uh, exact number, but then what I remember is that say five six months ago, Korea was only thirteenth place in terms of the rank in the country, which country in, in the list where which country is more act, most active in statement. Mm -hmm. But then Korea is now number two or three or one, I think, right? Right oh, yeah. next to uh, US or, you know, yeah. So I think people were writing about, hey, I'm making money on statement. And then they repost that in their Facebook. And then people say, hey, you, you make money or writing article and then everybody just follow it. And mm -hmm. then there's more testimonials and then people just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, even, mm, even us, you know, I said that we announced our candidacy on May 4th, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, 50, uh, 5,000 followers. And then, uh, 3,700 uh, 3, uh, Telegram group uh, members. Wow. Uh, it all happened just in one month. Just one month. Yeah. One <laughs> that is, that's amazing. That's, that's, um, that's, a, that's a good thing for, for people in blockchain to understand. And that's, that's a, something I hadn't put together, um, why Korea was, why things caught on so quickly, but that makes sense, you know, and a lot of people living in a condensed area, all sharing information. Uh, that's, that's interesting to learn about that culturally. Um, yeah. Great. Um, what other things would you like to add about node one um, for people? Mm, so uh, I think um, not much at the moment, but then, you know, we want to contribute to the community mm -hmm. as a, you know, every BP has a different backgrounds. We came from, you know, our unique background and unique intention. And I think this diver diversity uh, can make the community strong. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. you know, and then as our name says, you know, one, because I think we are 
you know, we are big one community. That's why we are not one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, okay. by, by organizing this event on July 20th, I think it's the right timing in the right place. So I think, you know, everybody in the community come join us to, you know, mingle and then make the better EOS community. That's great. Well, I'll give a little summary about Node 1 and then I'll let you give, you know, any final thoughts you'd like and say farewell to our crypto friends here. But uh, so from what I understand of Node 1, it's a community facing um, uh, and it's really focused on community, building up people, uh, companies that want to do dApps, giving information to the community about what EOS is, um, what's next for EOS and, and how to help with it. And then building, you've, uh, we've got this blockchain week coming up, but building the actual personal relationships with people. And, um, and then it's about diversity because Node One is, is one of the representatives for Korea. So to have uh, representatives on continents all around the world is important. And um, mm. to me, what Node One feels like is part of a, part of a glue for a global community. So it's one of those that's bringing people together, meeting, reaching out and kind of spanning, mm. spanning gaps between countries. And I think that's, that's an important um, aspect. So uh, apart from your guys's technical, uh, what you're doing technically mm. for producing nodes, but everything, every, every block producers adds in their own way. And that's kind of where I see you guys having a big value add for, um, mm. for EOS. So, uh, I really appreciate you coming on the on the show, Han, and uh, you know it's fun to talk to you. And any final thoughts or anything you'd like to add, or and then you can go ahead and say goodbye to our friends here. Okay, um, blockchain. With blockchain, we can go where we can all win together. It's not zero sum game. We can we can play win win game. Mm -hmm. And as a block producer. Uh, we want a long-term gain for everybody, not just a short-term gain for just somebody. So mm -hmm. let's stay together and let's cast as many votes as possible. Let's spread it and then win together. So stake and vote, including <laughs> that one. Hopefully. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, my steam friends. The money is not the prime asset in life. Time is, and uh, your time is. Just...